wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Hey y'all, Scotty Real hanging out. Got some special guests today, man. I uh, I, I met these guys what a couple weeks ago. And I've known you for a while, but I seen you guys a couple weeks ago in Loveland over at the Green Rooster, just with some straight up fire. And I was like, dude, you guys need to bring that to the bakery, man. So what's up? Got Dabson Pollock and Pino. What's up? What's up, guys? Yeah. And there was so much fucking fire in the room. Bruce Banner's here, man. Bruce Banner. I, I got Guru on the mic, man. Uh, these, these, this is my flavor council right here, man. We got like, hang on, you take that, man. That's and threaten to roll two more joints before the uh, before the uh, show's over. Oh, okay. But man, he's just got so many flavors. You know, sometimes I'll run into somebody like when we were up in the Pacific Northwest, Two Tone Willie, just a guy that's constantly showing just this straight up fire. And you wonder about like, you know, it, it's no accident, man. It's no accident a guy shows up with six strains of fire. It's somebody that obviously knows how to pheno hunt and and knows the uh, the, the trends in the in the uh, uh, cannabis game right now, man. And so I just kind of want to learn a little bit from you, man. Check out the flavors. I mean, it, it's all about, I guess, trading with other people. You know, you can only pheno hunt yourself so much, but, you know, you have to know other good growers. It's a network, and, huh? Yeah. And that's that's what I like about Colorado. Like, I'm from the East, I'm from the East Coast, and uh, you have no access. You know, you really can't talk about it. And here there's just more everything there's more grow shops events it's a social people. aspect like you hang yeah. out at the green rooster grow shop man mm-hmm. and it's fucking cool you know there's a whole crew professors yeah. there pinos there so it's it's kind of neat man there's a, a whole social scene around it man. yep and i mean that's that's the biggest thing you know and, and you can find your two three winners but to find a whole bunch of them it's, it takes a village. It takes man. a village. Nice. Now I've heard, now Jaron shows up with the birthday cake and the wedding cake. I noticed you got a playground hat on. Are you, you you and Jaron are hooked up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, new millennium Jaron. We're talking about friend of the show. Yeah, yep. yeah. I've been. I mean, I've been using new millennium for almost five years now. So, I mean, even before it was playground, and yeah, when you could just get it at like chlorophyll and it wasn't anywhere else, as right? Well. Um, because Bo and Lee, they're great guys. They they run chlorophyll. Um, uh, so what's uh, what's up with New Millennium? I kind of heard that you have a little a, a little recipe going, man. Yeah, we have a recipe. Um, I mean, it's it's one that it's evolved over you know five years now. Sure. To I mean, everything needs a little something. So it's New Millennium uh, with Playground. With the um, Playground Green Sensation. Yeah, and their Royal Rush. Um, especially if you use decision, their Royal Rush is great. What is that? Any idea? Uh, the decision, a new millennium? No, the, the Royal, uh, Royal either Rush. of them, actually. Uh, <laughs> so decision is like your day one to Flip. like day. Yeah. And it's, sure. it's transition, but it also helps them uh, not stretch so much. So if you have like certain strains that you know get what? stretchy, like our Colorado Clem gets stretchy and we have a, a deadhead OG that gets a bit stretchy sure. and it really will tighten up those nodes. So you Good, can I really need that. stack. Um, but you can only use it a couple of times and you'll see a bit of yellowing and a bit of stress, but that, that Royal rush just, I mean, right back like the next day 
just really yeah. pushes them through it. Um, so it's a good, if, if you use that, you should use that. Um, and then I use it when I trim like day one and, and later on into flower, give them a good trim up sure. and that'll, that'll help mitigate stress and really help them pop back out of it. Nice, man. Nice. You got yourself a whole kind of schedule going or what, man? Yeah, it's a whole, I mean, I break it down 70 days. It tells you what to do every day Right. Um, for every, every week has, I guess, five days of, of food and then two days of beneficials and sure. flush water and, sure. and stuff like that. Um, recharge once a week. Um, and then molasses, sure. some kind keep of me, other keep molasses, me. keep every, keep everything fed, you know, all your beneficial stuff eats sugars. So right. it gives them excess food so they can really thrive, especially if you're using new like salt stuff. Cause it's not, you know, they don't like it as much as like a fully organic environment. So right. you can kind of do everything you can to help them. Sure. Just keep on adding organics and, yep. and things that can be converted into organic material. Yep. Yeah. makes sense, man. Hey, I got to ask, man, you walked in here with a, I was like, what is that? A laptop? It's this book in a bag. It's got its own <laughs> fancy bag and shit. I was like, what is this piece of equipment he's bringing in? And it's the three of light book. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what's up? This book kind of, it's, you know, when you show up, what was it? A $500 price tag or something uh -huh. yeah. for a book. Yeah. It kind of makes people a little skeptical, but, but what's up, right. man? Is there some real knowledge? It, it is. No, it really is. They, I mean, I've, I've been to their warehouse in okay. Denver. Um, Josh is great guy. I okay. mean, kill, they're killing it. Sure. Um, I think the last time I talked to them, they say they pulled down like 160 plus pounds every two and a half days. That sounds like they're overgrowing, man. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, but yeah. what's up? There's some specific techniques in there that, yeah. that make it to where you can really well, get some money out of it. Well, that and they break it down simply. It's easy reading. Like some of the old books are kind of hardcore reading for people sure. who don't even know like what a nutrient line is. Right. And when you get that in depth with someone who's so new, they just are overwhelmed quickly. This book is like a one, two, three. This is what it looks like before. This is what it looks like after. And I guess if I think about it, if I'm getting someone to teach me how to grow, man, they're going to charge me a fucking shitload more. Right. They'll probably charge me 50% yeah. of my first yield, man. At least. <laughs> but, At least. But you could follow this right. to a T and it will get you there. Okay. Like... I mean, as far as books, I mean, I have, I have Jorge's books, all of them. Sure. I mean, sure. they're this freaking thick and they have tons of, inf I mean, just tons and tons right. and tons. And, you know, half of it, more than half of it won't even pertain to what you're doing. Like sure. if you're trying to set up your four by eight tent or something like that, that's a thousand times more information than you need. Sure. I mean, you need airflow, you need lighting, you need good water. I mean, it's, you don't need a ton of things and that sure. just, it's so, and this will just simplify All right, it. So, so give me, you were talking, we, we start talking yields earlier, man. Now Dabson, he's a professional grower, man. He knows how to yield or I'll say he's, he does professional quality growing and he knows how to yield. So let's just take a four by eight, a four by eight area, man. Or if you want to take an eight by eight, you can do that. When you, yeah. If you're going to have some light coverage, you know, yeah, jumping I mean, over. But let's let's talk about yields, man. So, two thousand watts per four by eight. Okay, um, thousand watt per four by four. That's nothing crazy, man. That's standard. No, and you're no. you're a double ended guy. Yeah. Okay. Always with, and I like to alternate. Um, Nanolux 
makes a double-ended thousand watt metal halide 4k okay so it's really close to that 3k 315 spectrum sure but you get a really nice light intensity with a double-ended metal halide and now i'll be the dummy here and guru pop in 3k is what more blue and 4k is closer to red is that what's going on has a little more red or no it's, it's getting more blue, more as, you blue. Go, as you go more blue as you get higher so like yeah. 10k is a super blue right yep. yeah. got it okay. 3k is more of a medium okay you know? whitish blue and what are like hps's What's, what are they? Those are 3K. Okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So you're switching them up a little bit. You're alternate, alternating yeah, the spectrum. those. Um, and that, that does make a difference? Oh, it does. It does. File that under little things well, the, mean a lot? It's the more bluer spectrum. light gives it more vegetative growth, not flower, but just tells the plant to grow. Right. So that will also in turn in flower turn into bud growth. Wow. So the little bit of a difference in the light spectrum sure. can be a big help. Awesome, man. I'm going to write that one down. Yeah. All right. So what else, man? What what what, what else do I got to do to yield? Uh, I don't even want to say three of light, man. That seems like a fantasy, man. I mean, three to five is not. What? No. I'm, I'm glad I'm sitting down. Three, five pounds per thousand watts. If you could yeah. keep the room cool enough and just throw lights in a room and just plant it wall to wall, of course you could pull. You but know, I mean, you're still wall. talking per four by four so area. That's a grid. You have to think about it. So when you grid out your four by eight, right? You want like three to four tops, like tops, right? In each hole, three to four tops. Only one top fits in one hole, though. No. <laughs> No, I've seen the wrong movies, man. Hang on a second, man. No, I mean, like, you will get three to four giant colas in each hole. What's a hole? I'm thinking of, like, the the hole in a trellis or something like that. Yeah, it's a hole in a trellis. What is that, six inches? Yeah. Well, what if you're growing six-inch colas, then you can theoretically only fit one of those. But you get more. More tops at the end of the day, they'll pack in there. I, I mean, yeah, I've loaded up tops and gotten, you know, look two, at, two and a at, half. Look at Three Lights Instagram. Right. They have a picture of it. You can see what it looks like. Okay. And so what's that done? That's, uh, you know, selecting the right strain that's going to give you the, you know, it's going to. That's, yield- that's a big part okay. of it. You know, um, not every strain will do it. Right. And something likes amount- to be messed with. Some things don't, you know. Yeah. And the amount of trimming that they have you do, a lot of plants won't. You'll get herm plants. Oh, you're just. Stripping everything. Yeah. Gotcha. So you have to find the ones that are strong, which is at the end of the day, why you go to people like uh, Mr. Soul or right. Adam Dunn. Or, sure. You know. Yeah. They're, they're doing the, uh, the pre-selection for you. Yeah. Um, which is, you know. Huh. It's interesting that you can't do it with everything, man. It's just a commercial strain you're looking for here, man. No, I mean, you're looking for strong strains. Sure. But I mean, that's not always, you know, like the, sometimes or you have good, a little something. Another grower who grows like you grow, who's right. got something who likes what they that, do. Yeah. So they, it might do well for you. So tell, let's go to these, man. Cause this is something that I can quanti- quantify over here, man. I'm looking at, take that second one there. That fucking white frosty fire right there. What the hell is that? Sage and sour. Sage and sour. It's yeah. I remember that's that Jaren yeah. brings. Right. Right. It's aging on, or yeah. Okay, so is that a heavy yielder? No. no. Light yield. Okay, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. You can't do this with everything, no. right? And no, no, no. What we're seeing now in the dispensaries, too, is flavor rules, man. Everybody wants, like, where's your Cindy 99? Let me see that shit, man. Oh, we only brought a little bit Oh, of shout out to Mr. Soul, yes. baby. 
That's the shit that made him famous right here, man. And his, yeah. this is his Green Avenger. I grew up back in the day before he went down for 10 years. And right. Now that he just got back and going, it's kind of nice to grow it, you know, 10 years later from the grower. Oh, my God. That is fucking crazy smelling, man. That Green uh, Avenger's delicious. Yeah. But uh, so this is the stuff that sits on the top shelf and this is the stuff that's going to get $10 a gram more. You know, you're going to get your, your, your bottom, you know, bottom basement stuff. And then this is going to be on the top shelf commanding the price. I think that's where the market's going is having those crazy boutique strains, man, especially when you can go down to any place and get, and and get cannabis, you know? So, um, so what, tell me about yielding on boutique strains. Let's go there, man. We won't go how much you can get if you got, find the biggest Bubba and fucking yield it out, man. Let's go about the. Good technique for getting yields on some boutique strains like these, man. Three. Three pounds of light. All right. That's fucking heavy as fuck. So, all right. I'm listening, man. So, how do you get three pounds of light on something that's a a boutique strain? Topping. Topping and shaping. Okay. That makes sense. Same. Yeah. And and it's all about planning. Like, what's your veg space look like, which is a big part of it. Like, you can veg under T5s, but you don't want to veg under a T5 and then throw it under a double and a thousand one. Hell no. Uh-uh. So, I mean, I, I like to use 315s. You get nice, big, thick stalks, right. healthy, and you don't need a ton of air conditioning for your veg room. Right. And the fixtures are nice and small. Like, you can, I put three of them over a four by eight. Yeah, somebody was telling me the pull on a 315 is like 1.4 amps. Can that be? 1.3 amps at 240. That is like too good to be true, man. I love that. It's And if you get the right ones like Boulder Lights, they're daisy chainable. So shit, at 1.3 amps, if you have like an eight box, that means that you can daisy chain a whole bunch of them. And, you know, on a 40 amp circuit, you can run a hell of a lot of lights. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. Cause you, you know, I mean, you're almost, as soon as you start with a thousand, you're almost entirely dedicating a circuit to it. When you plug one, 1000 into a, a wall outlet and oh, it's, yeah, no, it's going to burn it out anyhow, yeah. man. Oh, you'll cook timers. I mean, Fuck yeah, man. old school, like even digital thousand watt ballast will just cook a, a timer. Oh, over time. Man. I can hear, hear a cook timer before I even walk in the room mm. now, man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, then it's, I mean, you got to replace place every like six months that's why the like boxes that, the boxes are nice because then you can just run power to like yep. a four box and it has a trigger cable and you're yeah I'll, I'll give you guys a tip if you're doing your own timers man do not run heavy you know high voltage through a timer no run low voltage through a timer and have it you know explore something called a contactor and that's mm-hmm. that what that just you know, it keeps your voltage and your timer separate mm-hmm. man that's how all those things work yep and when you're getting those a lot of times you can get um some of the blueprint boxes and stuff. Sure. They offer it with the timer in it and without the timer. Yeah. You can put your own timer on there for 20 bucks, you know, nice digital always, one. Yeah. Oh no, but always get the ones that don't have timers. Oh, the it's the, well, it's the right. first thing that'll break. It's true, man. You know, and it's, and it's just a pain to replace. So if, if, I mean, everything else in there is, is damn near indestructible. It's simple. There's yep. nothing to, to do. Yep. So it's easily replaceable at that point. I agree, man. I agree. All right, man. Come, help me grow some dank, man. Come on, man. Help me yield this bitch. What are we doing here, man? Give me some tips, man. How are we going to get us? Uh, so I got trimming. Uh, give me, we got your, your uh, new millennium green sensation kind of sauce combo there. So, uh, you know, we can, we can fit, you know, we can get you to help us with that. You can get the yep. schedules at the green rooster. Beautiful. Beautiful. All three shops. They can print it out for you. All yep. right. 
So yeah. now what are we doing, man? Environment. I know you're using double endeds, which are our yielders. You doing CO2? You enhancing with yeah. CO2? Of course. I like man. a burner. Yeah, me too. Burners Give me a fist bump best. on that, man. Uh, Guru mean, was trying to tell me he was going to disconnect his burner a couple days ago, and I wanted to have an intervention with him. No. <laughs> no. Change his mind after say, he carries the tank a few times. Yeah. yeah, it was like he farted or something, man. <laughs> the face I gave him, man, you know? No. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, it's, I do believe a burner is a big deal for yielding, man, and yep. yielding quality, too. Yep. All yep. you can eat CO2, baby. Yep. You know, and but you, you have to be able to cool it. Yep, that's it's the reality that's the check here. Man. That was my issue. Didn't some that's dickhead steal your air conditioner yeah, some, and put it in his bakery? Yeah, <laughs> someone did. <laughs> oh shit! But that's the truth, man. With a burner comes a, a mini split AC. No, I don't think there's yep. any way around it. No. Yeah, I mean it's it's unavoidable at that point. And so you can't turn over the air fast enough to compensate for it because then. It's just a losing battle. Right. <laughs> are you giving a shit about vapor pressure deficit, man? Are you in that ch- into that chart or you just kind of do your thing? No, I mean, it probably works itself out. It seems like that VPD works itself out. If you run your room a little bit hot and guru pop on in here, if you can, man, but if you run your room a little bit hot and uh, a little bit on the humid side, it seems like, it seems like it's kind of rational. No, what is it? About 60, it's, 70%? It's hotter, hotter and on the more human side and like makes it so the air can pull water and make the trans- the plant transpire more, it makes which sense. in turn makes it pull up more nutrients. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when we go to, when you go to, I don't think I ever do this, but well, like hot yoga and stuff like that, you're trying to sweat stuff out of yeah. you, right? And they're turning the temperature up to get stuff. So now, if you do that all day, probably for more than an hour, you'll fucking die, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's some happy medium, I'm sure. Yeah, you know? I mean, the plants have to sweat. You know, because then that gets excess moisture out and they'll draw more nutrients Nut- yeah, in. Yeah, moisture with nutrients in <laughs> it. Yeah. Because yeah, depending on the dew point, it affects how much... If, like if smokes, if every you can time have... says dew point. With then. a different, different, dew, or a, a different dew point, you can have... Uh, a higher amount of humidity in the right. air, but it, the air still have a drying capacity where it's still taking air in. But if it's below the dew point, you're going to have to where there's going to be condensation and no more... No more liquid can be dried off of anything from it. Nice, man. Yeah. Dropping signs like Galileo. Dropped an orange, man. I love it, man. All right, so your temperatures are in control. Uh, what what do you run your temps and, and humidity at? I mean, I like to keep it, you know, below 80. Sure. But it'll get up to, you know, 82, 83. That's as what long I'm as saying, you run man. CO2, yep. it's no big deal. I mean, you get up to 85 and it's still... I'm smiling because it's the reality. You can say whatever you fucking want. You go start putting a bunch of Thowies and a burner in a room, and this is the reality of it. Yeah, I'm not paying to fucking cool it down to 78. You know, I'm running it. You can try, but you're going to need like six tons. Right, right. That's It's just unrealistic at that point, so you have to find a happy medium. Sure, sure. And airflow. Airflow, you know. Most people don't run enough fans. Like fans, 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 fans. Agreed. All the way around. So even if it is slightly hotter, that airflow is going to cut it down. Yeah, yeah, but it fucks up when I do my Facebook Live, man, you know? <laughs> Jeez. <That's, laughs> you shouldn't be on Facebook Live when you're taking care of your plants. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Damn straight, man. Spoken <laughs> very true, sir. Mm. Nice, man. 
All right. So, dude, just take me through. Let's just show off some of these strains now, man. I think I learned a little bit about your technique, man. You're actually very similar style to me, man. Jam a lot of wattage there, mm-hmm. a lot of CO2. You run it a little bit hot and uh, and a little bit humid yep. and yield like a motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deal. And, I mean, your biggest fight at that point is going to be powdery mildew. But if you've got enough airflow mm-hmm. and whenever your room is down, like, I guess... When you stagger things, it doesn't give you the opportunity to sanitize a room. It's true. When you run the whole room, one cycle, break it down, cut it down, clean the room, reset it. You know, you can lose one day and flip it over. But the biggest thing is being able to sanitize your room. Run a sulfur burner. Fog that sucker. Yep. Because you got to get inside your fans. You got to get on the, on the fan blades. You got to get inside inside the turbines, all every, that shit. Everything. Mm-hmm. Procure, bleach. Nice. You're using the Procure, huh? Yeah. Procure is nice. Okay. You know, it's good to, if you can fog the room, it'll, it'll clean. It's clean. I mean, they use it in medical facilities. Sure. If they trust it to do that, I'm sure it'll clean. Oh, they use it. I think those guys came over from like professional mold removal company. So like, that's what they specialize in is getting rid of mold. Yep. Yeah. It makes sense, man. And sulfur. Cause once you sulfur burn the room, it inhibits mold spores from being able to anchor. Ah, I like this, man. I hate sulfur. You know, people that tell me they're going to run a sulfur burner when their rooms, you know, when their rooms going. I'm, I'm not no, in that. Not with plants man. in it. Yep. But if When you break it down and take yeah, everything I like out, this. I like this. No residual action. Yep. Yep. Look, yeah, man. All right. I got a few things I'm taking away from this hit one. Your plants with so much crap. No. Yeah, that's a mess, I hate, man. You know, just what Guru was talking about. Your plants got to be able to sweat, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got to be able to transpire, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And if you're just constantly loading them with crap, trying to suffocate bugs, mm-hmm. uh-uh. good. that shit ain't the way nature's no. supposed to work, man. No. And I mean, if you have to go through and spray, you know, the humidity is going to shoot way up. Mm-hmm. You're, I mean, you're adding tons of aerosolized water to the air. So that's, I mean, that's no good. Right. Then, then you're just asking for mold and, and stuff like that. Sure. I and mean, you're spraying it to get rid of a mold, but then you can get mold on, you know, the wall or whatever. Right. Some crevice where it's not going to dry. How about IPM as far as like actually insects? You guys ever get spider mites or anything like that? Russets or anything? If you grow weed, you will hit every single problem. Okay, you guys being honest, man. Imagine yes. that. A guy that shows yeah. up on mic and he's honest. This is yeah. crazy, man. I you mean, uh, people, and I, I mean, I work at the grow shop. Sure. There's, we have plants there and we have people who come in with their problems for us to help Uh-oh. them with their problems. So just it's it. kind like, of just, uh, right. you know, if I could you know, strip and shower every time I right. came in and I, there would still be something that made it through. I did used to know this guy that used to make the girls go strip to their underwear to go to his greenhouse. And I was like 17 years old. I was like, that guy's a fucking pervert, man. What the <laughs> I was like, you just want to see you naked. And now I'm about 50, 50, 60, 40. I'm like, he's a good gardener that also wanted to see you guys naked. Right. You know? So it's a win-win, man. It's a win-win. And I'm down. You know, they point. were cool with it. They yeah. wanted that job. They were cool with the, <laughs> but, you know, attire that they had to wear. It's like a Hooters girl, right? Yeah. But it is true, man, dude. Your clothes and your hair. Mm-hmm. Bugs will come in on your clothes and your yeah. hair, man. And it's in your car because you're out doing stuff, going places. You The first thing you do is you sit in your car, yeah. you know, and then you get out of it when you get home. And then you can take your stuff off, but it's still in the car. Right, right. right. You know, you 
Sure. So, any favorite techniques for uh, keeping everything at bay or eradicating you insects? You can procure your car. We have tested this. <laughs> yes. uh, the professor actually told me he spilled coffee in his car, and so he procured it to see if it would, and it made it perfect. Nice, so you man. Like it never happened. That all day. You know, I like that, man. But I mean, being able to clean your room and just keep a clean environment. So that's yeah. it, man. Just keep it. And just because you're completely cleaning it at every, uh, you know, every, every few cycle. months, every you know, yeah. 90 days or so. Yeah. Interesting. All right, man. 63, 63 to 70 days. Well, how, how big are you vegging, by the way, if you're getting these big beasters, man? I mean. Well, how long? Mid-thigh? Mid- uh, 10 weeks. Uh, so I, I can push it to about 13 weeks. Okay. That's a decent size. That's a long veg, man. So you do like a week. In, in- what size container? Uh, seven gallons and, um, well, they can't hit right, 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 oh, yeah. seven, gallons? seven gallons. Nice. Um, so you go from cubes to six by six, right? By six Hugo's. cubes. Yep. And then right into the seven gallon. Okay. I like that, man. It's pretty yeah. simple. So you can, you can get four, like three to four weeks in rock wools. Right. So your veg space is smaller. So you can, you know, have 10 weeks, nine weeks, in the seven gallon, because you can flip over the room. So you'll sure. take your clones ahead of time and have a small space just for rock wool cubes. And then when you reset your flower room, all your clones go down to flower. Right. And then your rock wools go right into dirt. So your bedroom gets turned over sure. that same day that everything else gets turned over. So you can clean both rooms in the same day. See, who says fucking stoners don't think of shit, man. A lot of planning went into that, man. That's fucking brilliant, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. So you've That's already got done. stuff into three weeks into veg and then they have the full nine weeks to, to veg under big lights. Sure. Yeah, I love that's the key. If you want to yield heavy, man, you cannot rush veg. You nope. got to be able to, tri- you know, clip back and clip back and just really shape them into beasts. Yep. Put a string up at whatever your end all height is going to be. Right. So say you want them, you know, this tall uh, or, you know, three feet tall um, before they go into flower, put a string up in the room and everything right. that gets above it, cut it off. Yeah. Makes and then sense. keep spreading it out. And the more tops and main tops and main tops, if you have to cut a top off every two days, you'll just get more. Sure. That's, I agree. that's the great thing. And you'll wind up with, you know, hundreds of tops on one little short plant. And then when it goes into flower, all those come straight up and you've got, you know, that much bud. I do think of a plant like uh, I used to be a plumber back in the day. And I remember you could either get, you know, half inch pipe, you get one inch pipe, two inch pipe, four inch pipe, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, I try to look for the the four inch pipe, the mains, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for like a thick branch when I, and I'm trying to keep the thick branches. I'm trying to the super the little half inch pipes that aren't going to be able to, you know, push, push much fluid through them. I usually cut them off and I'm really trying to select for like right. thickness, you know, the thickest branches that I can find. I keep and all the thin little wispy ones. And I I kind of think of it as well, what can they what what how much uh nutrient can they push through there you know but when you're topping those big main tops right those little ones will catch up 
I guess in time, but you have, you have nine weeks, right? You know? So, I mean, you can assess that two weeks before flower and take off anything that's not going to catch up. But if you're in that first five weeks, you're going to have to really top the big thick ones. So it's going to force those little ones to get just as big. Okay. So you're leaving everything. So you're, you're taking the biggest ones to force the the nutrient into the smallest ones. Wow. Well, you got to bring everything up. There's some stuff that does get cut. Yeah. 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 I mean, but there's a lot of it does get left to bush out that way. Yeah. Yeah, Because you you want it to come up and then out because then all of this stuff will come up and fill the middle. Right. Um, And then if you just keep spreading it and filling the middle with all the undergrowth, it'll keep everything going up. I like it, man. I like it. All right. I think I'm even going to yield more now, man. (laughs) No, thanks, man. This was actually killer, man. I really learned some stuff, man. I think the crew did too. Cool. Fuck yeah, man. I hope so. I mean, I always like learning. (laughs) All right. You know what I always like saying? All right, let's go get stoned, man. (laughs) Let's do it. Oh, wait, wait, hang on. Before we do, man, show me that contraption you have. Where the fuck oh, is the that nuggy. thing, man? Oh, this. Yeah, what is that it thing? It is like the best it's stoner, stoner Swiss army knife. I, she showed me this. Have. Pino showed me this, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me, man!" It's like everything. Oh, yeah, it's covered in wax. It's like <laughs> what is this? A dabber? It's my dab yeah, spoon. Ah, it's a dab fucking yeah. hilarious, and a man. Poker, yeah. And then it's got a bowl core. It's got a flashlight. It's got a roach, <laughs> roach clip. clip, man. Come on. The stunners are doing it, man. I love it. And yeah. I mean, it's hefty duty. That's better than most Swiss Army knives you'll oh, yeah. get. Oh, yeah. give a stoner a 3D printer and some metalworking experience. Yeah, right. Come on with yeah, some cool right. shit. Yeah, scissors. You can cut like a giant. That way if you, you can, to. if you don't have a grinder, you got scissors. Who are those guys, man? That's really cool, man. It's called the Nuggy. You can get it at nugtools.com. It's local. It was made in Boulder. That is cool. Yeah. I'm down, man. I love it, man. And now I will say the one other shout out is these boys. The, oh, I should say boys, man. The, the ladies and gentlemen went to uh, all the way to Denver to hang out with our buddy Paul from Pepper Pot, man. He was yes. the guy that did our first DGC event, man. He's kind of been our buddy ever since, man. He's just Jamaican jerk chicken master down in Denver. So the best jerk chicken you can get. I love that guy, man. Paul, thank you for the hookup, man. Yes. I was scared to eat it before because I figured I'd still be sweating on <laughs> camera, man. But let's do this, man. <laughs> all right. Now let's go get stoned and eat some chicken. Man, that's the best thing I've said all day. Right? (laughs) Take it easy, all y'all. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And we're the boss man sister, take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on It's just weed it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long Yeah, yeah. Now if the big man Catch you right in half 
Smoking weed, I ain't done nothing wrong. 